Welcome once again to the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby and we're going to be talking with Michael Fingland a bit over the next few weeks or so to make sure your business is equipped for uncertainty. Because there's one thing we can be certain of. That's uncertainty. I mean, people used to confine the list to death and taxes, but certainty should almost certainly be on there too. Uh, now, Michael, I, I wonder whether we forget that in business. You know, we've very often we've had a good run. We assume that, uh, you know, good times are going to go on forever. We forget about this idea of uncertainty. Mm. Hi, Phil. How are you? Yeah, certainly. And, and you know, when you look at the Australian economy, we've had 22 years of uninterrupted growth. So you know, any eventual hiccup or, or downturn or, or, dare we say, recession uh, is always going to be uh, problematic for a lot of a lot of companies in Australia. And uh, and you know, recent suggestions are that uh, we might be in for some tough times ahead. And uh, a lot of businesses won't be equipped to deal with any sudden shocks, um, you know, to their business or their industry. Yeah, and I know you're you're a big fan of Jim Collins, and many of us mm. have read his book, Good to Great. He talks about preparing for the storm. He says it's uh, what you do before the storm uh, that determines how well you'll do when the storm comes. Now, mm. perhaps some people see that as a, even though Jim Collins is great at talking things up, people could mm. see that as being a little bit of a pessimistic outlook. You know, we, we don't want to plan for the worst we'll, uh, because that's, cause that's a, a bad way of looking at things. You know, let's keep that positive attitude. Yeah, but that's that's where the huge opportunity lies because 95% or more of businesses in any particular industry won't be thinking this way. So when when there is a downturn or a shock to the industry or, or your business, uh, you won't be prepared to actually then take advantage of it. And yeah. uh, it's it's the basic fundamentals of basic risk management, always having your downside covered. So when something does happen, you can you can act quickly, swiftly, and then take market share off your competitors. And uh, you know it's stress testing uh, by another means. You know we've talked about stress testing over the over the last couple of years in particular. I mean that's what he's talking about. Make sure you've got you've stress tested the business. You know what you would do in the event of, so you can move much swifter than than your competitors. And that means market share, and that means coming through with with much stronger stronger foundations than uh, a lot of your competitors. Yeah, so taking a downturn and using it as an opportunity. And, Absolutely. And, uh, rather than, as I guess some people look at it and think, well, you know, we've, we're, let's prepare to make sure the business doesn't fall apart uh, mm. when times are bad. And, and and there are some scary statistics, of course. I mean, it's probably worth people reacquainting themselves at regular intervals at just how many uh, businesses that are good businesses when times are going mm. well uh, hit the wall uh, when with, with even slight changes in the economy sometimes. Absolutely, and, and because we've had 22 years before you know, without a recession, um, you know, a, a lot of people do uh, don't or don't understand that we've actually we've got record insolvency rates at the moment. You know, mm. 10,000 uh, insolvencies every year, uh, 130,000 job losses, and that equates to about 10.7 billion dollars. You know, that's with a B um, every year impact on the Australian economy, uh, and four billion of that is actually unpaid taxes. So. You know, we're at, even though we're not in recession, we're at record high insolvency rates. So, you know, it's it's extremely prudent that businesses are taking um, a lot of measures to stress test their business uh, and, and making sure they've got good fundamentals in place to, to weather any downturn, which, which you know, in, in some sectors of our economy, it's already upon us. Yeah, well, as it is, a lot of it is structural change, isn't it? So the top-line mm. figures, it's, you know, and this is like running a business, isn't it? The top-line figures might tell one story, but when you uh, dig down a little bit to the second level, you get a, a very different picture, and the, the Australian economy is undergoing massive structural change. Oh, it is. And, and, and you know, anyone who was out there... You know, talking up the prospects that there's going to be this really smooth baton changeover between mining and manufacturing, or, you know, <laughs> mining and the rest of the economy is just kidding themselves. Yeah. It's never happened in our history or in the history of any 
you know, Western economy, um, that it's a smooth button change. Um, you know, it's it's dislocation, and it's happened every time. And history is always a predictor, uh, by and large, of the future. And it, it's happening now. We're seeing it right now. So. Businesses need to be prepared. They need to do some of the fundamentals that we'll talk through shortly to ensure that they are prepared. Well, I mean, let's not do it shortly. Let's do it now. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, the key thing is to make sure you've got a strategy. But before you start to get a strategy, there are a, uh, four things, really, that we need to do. Uh, one is uh, uh, the touchy-feely stuff, but it's important, making sure you've got the right attitude before you do anything in terms of embarking on a strategy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we, we talk about in terms of you know, have an open mind and a willingness to think think of new ways and, and be prepared to do things that you may not have been prepared to do in the past. So, so you need to approach this you know, with a willingness uh, and an open mind for, for looking at new ideas. And now, look, I can't talk to you guys either without you mentioning uh, cash flow forecasts. You're like a worn <laughs> record on cash flow forecasts, but I guess that means you see them as being pretty important. It's, it's one of the most fundamental strategic tools that every business needs to have, and most don't, um, you know, outside of a large corporate space. Um, and, and, and so many strategic decisions can be taken off, off the back of a robust working capital framework because it's the best tool that actually tells you how your business operates. So some fundamentals, you know, before going into, you know, a process um, like Jim Collins talks about, you know, being prepared for a potential storm is you've got to have that openness uh, and that willingness to really look at different things and be open to new ideas from your advisors or other parties. You've got to have that robust um, cash flow working capital uh, program in place, and that's a rolling 30-week cash flow model that you use every day, every week as part of your strategic decision-making. You need to also have a, a working three-way forecast profit and loss balance sheet and cash flow model that goes out monthly at least for two to three years because yeah. you can use that as a stress testing uh, device to actually run through all the various assumptions that could impact your business. Um, and not just preparing for a downturn, but, but the, an annual budgeting process. It's fundamental that you use it for that so you can actually see what, what impacts on cash flow and, and, and CapEx requirements, etc. if you carry out certain initiatives. So fundamental that you've got one of those in place, fundamental you've got 13-week cash flows in place, and you need to have... Um, and we see so many examples of poor, poorly prepared or um, not not prepared at all, uh, concise ma- ma- you know, monthly management packs yeah. with KPIs that are real and and uh, you know, logical for your business in your industry and very concise. You know, we see far too many packs that are one and two inches thick, and that's a waste of time. But they need to be very concise and relevant. Uh, so you can you can really uh, get a good handle on how your business is performing. Right, like like the one page dashboard, really. Yep, uh, A3. Yeah. You can, if you can get a, a monthly <laughs> management pack into an A3, you're doing very well, and, and that's certainly what we always strive to achieve. Right, okay. You just see people negotiating, going, go on, let me go to A2. No, A3. <laughs> A3 is the top top mark for it. And I guess the key thing in all of this is that, uh, I mean, these are giving you the key metrics that you need to understand your business. But all, all these have got to tie in together. So when we look at uh, your P&L and your balance sheet and your cash flow, you've got to make sure the numbers tally on all of those and the dashboard as well, so that if the dashboard is showing change, that's reflected in your cash flow and that changes your long-term balance and so forth. You've got to, you've got to make sure all these things tie in together. That's right, and, and they need to be regularly reviewed. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, I guess that's the the key, the starting point for your for your monthly management meeting. Mm. Um, so I, I, this sounds straightforward, and most businesses will be doing this in some form. But I guess uh, before we move on to the next step, make sure you've got that right. Absolutely, and uh, but you'd be surprised how many don't. Mm. Um, and there are a lot out there, particularly in the in the SME mid market space. 
this is an area of, of uh, often weakness that we come across uh, in those businesses. Those that transition through to large corporate have fixed those things by and large. But uh, it's, it's scary to see how many businesses get to a decent size without some of these basic fundamentals in place. Right. Very easy. Well, easier said than done, perhaps, in some cases. But look, we'll move on to strategy next time. Michael, appreciate your time today. Cheers, Phil.